wasn't perfectly on cue. <laughs> I mean, there is a bit of delay, right, and lag. Yes. Um, it's always, it always sounds like clap. Clap, 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 kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Very good. Okay, so uh, what happened last time? Oh, we met this beautiful red-headed woman and she was actually an ice sculpture, but she was in the laboratory and she told us a bunch about how she, uh, she was rescued, or wait, Yurith rescued the dragon from the Katal Swamp on the coast. Uh, oh, she was a simulacrum. Yeah. The lab was protected. Because uh, way back, mages wanted to keep their research a secret. We found the other telescope piece. I just really want this inspiration. That's why I'm <laughs> going so hard right now. Just like, what actually oh, happened uh... in the session? No. The law that happened in the session? Yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, keep my mouth shut because I ran it. <laughs> I did cut off Andrew, though, because I wanted the inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> We went through a uh, a dark. Well, a couple of us went through a dark, hot maze with exploding pots. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Paleus went in and Bronwyn multiple times. We eventually got there while well, using the uh, uh, bag of tolding. Um, <laughs> With merch, who we had to rescue again. <laughs> the second time. Classic merch. Um, what did we do then? Did we fight something? There was only a door where we all went in. I'm just trying to remember ah, what that was. A Hydra. Hydra, that's it. Yes. Yes. With many oh, heads. Right. Yeah. Very good. Okay, yes. Uh, I'm giving inspiration to Alex because she wants it the most. And also remember the cool stuff, but Andy remembered the important stuff. So, that's good. So, you got your fourth piece of the map, uh, the telescope. Uh, and so, Peleus has, uh, with his fully functional all four pieces of the telescope back together again for the first time in thousands of years, you guys are ready to set out towards El Dorado. But on the way there, you're like, oh, we're going to just like pass by the Shining Mountain. So we should, yeah, like, why don't we yep. just stop in there, you know? That sounds like a really good idea. So you do. When so you... you decide to, huh? I was going to say, when Paleus extends the uh, telescope, is that kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean sort of standoff with the telescopes? Have you seen that one? Uh, I'm not aware of it, but yes, yeah, that sounds good, yep. When like, oh, come on. They were trying to compare which person had the longest telescope that would, um, anyway. It sounds like it would necessitate two telescopes, and we only have one currently. Um, okay. Yes. Alright, hey, Dylan. Dylan. Yes. A roleplay moment is about to happen. Are you ready for it? (laughs) Sure, yeah, I'm ready. You'll know when it happens. Okay. So, we have an establishing shot of the Shining Mountain floating through the Phlogiston. We can see its purple base 
and then it's silvery pine trees then our camera zooms past your ship docked in the lake off to the right and past the large silvery wooden houses and the nice lawns up a curving gravel road to the library with its greek style columns and steps and through the big wooden doors of the library through a crowd of gnomes with the bookshelves and the pseudo dragons of all colors whizzing around the camera ducks and weaves through the crowds up the wide staircase through a solid door down a staircase through a hallway around a corner there's max spyro the truth takers gnome receptionist sitting at his desk on the left Hey, you can't go in there. It's double doors to Spyro's office. Burst open. Bristol, you are in the door at Spyro's office. Inside, we have Big John, our giant dragonborn. Paleus, our ranger. Brawny, the paladin dwarf. And Merch, the tabaxi, who you've never met before. Uh, Spyro, the truth taker, is there. We've got the floor-to-ceiling bookshelves, his big desk, his big window. Um, they are obviously showing him a completed telescope map and he seems impressed uh max the gnome clerk pokes his head up from behind Bristol. i'm sorry sir i tried to tell him but he just ran right past me no respect but if, if you tell him yourself that you're busy i'm sure he'll listen i don't have time for this spyro we need to move and we need to move fast and i will pull the journal uh out from underneath my cloak uh, open it uh, to the last page, uh, and I will say, Maladast, the tiefling pirate lord, he's he's on to us. He he he's been scrying on us the whole time. They're they're off to some magical forest and planning a raid. On the Shining Mountain, we need to move quickly. We need to raise defenses. He will be here any moment. I stole this from his ship. Uh, so are you giving him this nice leather-bound journal thing? Yeah, and I'll open it up to the last journal entry where he makes fun of Big John profusely. And <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> So the, a tiefling overlord dude who always attacked us is going to attack the shiny mountain yeah um massive massive amounts of of pirates have been accumulating on uh the fin and they are joining up together maladast is using uh the ruse of the bear cultists uh in order to uh assemble forces he has partnered with captain corporal uh um, a mage and they are planning an attack on the Shining Mountain. Captain... Uh, that's a dumb name. <laughs> I'd say out loud. <laughs> yes, that is a dumb name, the Sparrow says. Uh, have, you see, have you seen the, the, the troops that he has? Like yourself? Uh, uh, I, I, ha I have not. You, you sent me uh, to the, the Finn, and <clears throat> I was working... Uh, to join up with a crew uh, in order to gain intel on uh, all of the ships that had been disappearing in that region. And I noticed that uh, Maladas' crew had landed and that way more pirates than usual uh, had accumulated mm. on the fin. And doing some uh, research um, and <clears throat> becoming friendly with one of the local crews and, and joining their crew, I... Uh, gathered 
uh, intel that uh, Maladast was cap- uh, combining forces, uh, particularly with Captain Corporal because of his uh, arcane abilities and <clears throat> uh, was uh, also using the, the bear cultists as a, as a ruse uh, <clears throat> in order to uh, accumulate the treasure. And he is 100% after El Dorado and planning an attack. It is all in that journal. Uh, he's, he's looking through the journal and uh, he's like, oh, this is what it says. Those idiots at the Purple Guild don't even use anti-scrying magic when they leave their stupid hideout. Really? You guys don't use anti-scrying magic? We, uh, we hadn't been using it, uh, recently, but I did, uh, upon, uh, procuring this, I am in possession of an amulet of non-detection, and I pull out, uh, the, uh, amulet, uh, that I have across my neck. Uh, so, uh, we should all be safe. He should not be able to trace us. I, I purchased this in Orkland on my way, on my <laughs> way back. Ah, okay, cool. Ah, yeah, yeah. So this, so he's reading out of the journal again. Uh, I may not be able to scry the maps themselves, but I can scry out that blue oaf and see exactly what he says while he is in the flotistan. I think I will let them gather all the map pieces, then take them from there. The only problem is their dragon. Still, I can find an ally to destroy it, and then El Dorado will be mine. Mwah ha 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 ha. Blah 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 blah. I've seen that they've recovered the last piece of the map. Blah blah blah. Setting out to find the location of their hideout. Wait, what? The, the Lost Woods of Everlasting Dreams? Oh, they probably could find the location of the Shining Mountain. Hmm. He uh, calls out to the the purple pseudo-dragon that spins on the on the ceiling fan in his office. And he says, uh, Hey, uh, could you go see Pastor Strainer and, and Grognog and ask them to boost the detection system, see if there's any ships in our area? Hmm. Hmm. Wait, what do we need another ship for? Because ours is... No. Yeah, detectable? no. Uh, well, no. I, I assumed that you guys would, like, you know, try to... Uh, there are, like, spells and stuff that you can do to, you know, make it so that people can't use divination magic to find your mm. ship. That's, yeah, that's pretty... Yeah, uh, yes. I guess it probably... Hmm. Hmm. Uh, the pseudo-dragon, uh, flies back and, uh, lands on, um, Spyro's shoulder. And he says, okay, so there aren't any pirates within, like, a one-hour radius of here. So that's good. That's cool. That's cool. Hmm. We kind of, hmm. I feel like we need more, hmm, more. We need to know when they're coming. Do you know when they're coming? I do not. Uh, I'll... All I know was, uh, last I left, um, was the, um, Maladast had left. Uh, I, uh, snuck my way onto his ship. His crew was <laughs> there, uh, but Maladast had, had gone. Uh, right. but that is, that is all I, all I know. How long ago was this? Roughly, uh... Given the journey, two days? Is that is that about right? About yeah, two like days? two or three days ago. Yeah. Hmm, okay. Well, you know, the Purple Guild is not without scrying magic of its own. Let's, uh, let's go. Let's jump cut 
uh, down to the library. So we've got the nice plush red carpets, floor to ceiling bookshelves, blue pseudo dragons flying around all the time. Uh, and you guys are like, there's kind of like a cubby hole, I guess, like away from, like, it's within the aisles of, of the bookshelves, but like against the wall kind of thing. Um, and there's a small gnomish uh, wizard. Uh, her Spyro says, This is Jaka. Uh, hey. Could you, so apparently there are like some pirates coming to attack us and stuff. Could you like figure out where they are? Kind of thing. And she says, Zion? <clears throat> I'm Canadian. She says, I'll do my best. And uh, so she pulls out a book and chucks it into the air and then it lands on the table and then she turns it over and she says, Oh, yes. Uh, there is definitely a fleet of pirates who are three and a half hours away from us. Oh. Cool. Okay. Hmm. Alright. You keep trying to work out anything more that you can about them. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, so Spyro is going to take you uh, down the winding gravel path um, back towards your ship where the lake is. Um, and so where, where the lake is, there's like a waterfall spilling out of the mountainside into the lake where the purple pearl is docked. And then that water falls back out into the never ending rainbow clouds of the Flojistan. Uh, but he hurries you around the edge of the lake towards the waterfall and the path goes under like an overhang. Uh, and so you are like behind the waterfall basically. Uh, and there is an indent in the stone and the outline of a door and standing in front of that outline is a lady she is wearing a chain shirt and greaves so like metal shin guards and she looks human but when she like sort of picks herself up from leaning against the wall and looks at you you can see that her eyes are like a solid orange color uh and Spyro's going to speak to speak to her do any of you guys speak draconic i do very good That's uh a dragonborn. yeah yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, he says, um, hey, there are some pirates coming. They're like three and a half hours out and we want to go talk to Spyro. Uh, she says, oh, that's interesting. And Draconic. Uh, and takes a step aside. So Spyro walks up to the outline of the door and as you guys sort of like edge a bit closer uh, with the roar of the waterfall, you know, going on behind you, uh, you can see there's like a little bowl in the door, like an indent concave like a cave into the door uh and so spyro sort of like puts a hand like over his mouth and sort of like coughs like <coughs> uh, and a little jet of purple flame uh goes into the the bowl part and the outline of the door kind of and just sort of melts away uh, and so inside there's a tunnel with no lights and spyro says any of you got a light uh, merch. <laughs> oh, you cast light. You can't. Can, oh, yeah, he, not... No, merch is still there. He's still hanging out. Okay. Uh, so yeah, no, uh, merch. Uh, will he says yes, and he casts light on you, Bronny. I guess. <laughs> Perfect. This will work. No. Oh, I can Great. see now. Uh, so Spyro uh, leads you. It's like just a twenty meter tunnel. And then there's just a drop. So it's a perfectly round hole. Goes straight down. The hole is like probably the size of a room. 
so uh, and you can you can see that there's a light at the bottom of it like way far down like does the shining mountain even like go that deep like it's, it's a very finite sort of place right um and spyro just walks up to the hole and then steps over the edge and his foot lands as if the air is solid and he just walks right out into the middle of the hole he says come on so i'm not uh, gonna fall <laughs> okay i i uh cautiously put my foot over the hole and try and put some weight on it yeah yeah it, the air holds it yeah okay. it do the same thing right I'll, start following. Uh, I'll confidently walk forward <laughs> very good paleos you haven't seen anything i'm gonna walk forward as well i guess very good all right with everyone on the air uh, it starts to you guys start to descend as if you're on a platform and as if the platform is rotating you can tell that you guys are slowly kind of moving around uh, and moving down um, okay. merch uh, reaches into his bag and he uh, picks up a stone and he says hello merch it's me garfield hey look i hear there's some pirates coming for the purple guild uh Yes, that's great. Look, I think we better leave. I'd, I'd like you to come come to the Fantasy Costco at the Purple Guild and let's clean it out and uh, get a move on. What? Cle- clean it out? Yes, we, we have to leave now. Uh, I'm I'm kind of in the middle of something. I'll uh, <laughs> I'll I'll get back to you when when I'm done. All right, but make it snappy, my man. Okay, uh, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> and, and he puts the puts the stone away. <laughs> okay. And we're still so about a minute. Yeah, you guys are descending. Uh, and at the bottom, you can tell as you get closer and closer to the bottom of the shaft that you're just floating over the phlogiston, the rainbow clouds that wisp and dance away beneath you guys. Um, and as oh, you... Wow. And so you get all the way down and go out from the rock that you've been traveling through and you're surrounded by like two stories worth of the purple base and it sort of has these yellow streaks running through it now as you're um like on the inside that that there aren't on the outside um and so spyro says hey and a purple pseudo dragon flies out from somewhere you're not really sure where it came from uh, and it just hovers in front of you guys, like up and down. And you can tell behind it, the the purple stuff that holds the mountain up, it starts to like move and shift. And then this giant eye opens up. It's like the size of a doorway. Like it's as large Whoa. as any of you. And your perspective like shifts. You're like, oh, oh, this purple stuff that the mountain is resting on, that's a dragon. And those yellow streaks over there, those are, those are the spines on its back. Oh. Oh, this thing is extremely large. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> uh, so th- the Shining Mountain is a dragon? Is that basically what we're getting no, the at? the mountain's on the dragon? Yeah. The, the mountain is on the top of the dragon. Think like uh, an entire uh, mountain on the, the back of a turtle. But okay. it's a dragon. Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So we went down the mountain to the bottom 
and now we can see the dragon. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, the dragon is like coiled around in like a donut yeah. sort of shape, and the mountain rests on top of that. Wow. Uh, so is- Spyro, the truth taker, he says, Hey, so uh, there's uh, some pirates coming to try and, uh, you know, destroy us and stuff. Uh, sounds sounds like a bit of a big deal. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, the pseudo dragon doesn't say anything, and he's like, "Okay, I thought that you would uh, kind of yeah be uh, hmm be uh, interested in in what we decide to do." So uh, so that's why we came down here. So uh, hey guys, uh, you're probably like the most experienced fighters on this rock, you know. Uh, so uh, what do you think we should do? We should uh, put down some uh, defenses. Yeah. Okay. Who's asking the big main huge dragon? No, no. this is Spyro the Truth Taker talking. Okay, got it, got it. Uh, the I I, th- I think the first the first question we 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 need to ask is, do we want to wait for them to come here, or do we uh, get on ships and? Uh, meet them in, in the middle of the Flojistan and do battle uh, in the midst of the Flojistan River. Well, okay. Well, like, I mean, it's, it's not like the Purple Guild doesn't have a standing army or anything, you know, like, uh, I guess you guys haven't spent that much time here, especially you, Big John and Paleus. Um, so, you know, on on the Shining Mountain now, we've got, like, our 30 gnomish librarians who can, like, research anything. Uh, and of those 30, six of them are, like, specialists in divination magic, and so they're pretty important to us. And the other four, uh, there are another four of that 30 who, like, specialize in battle magic. So, like, that'd be good. That'd be useful. We've got, like, eight ships. Someone should be, like, keeping track of this, and uh, you might want to keep track of it in that Roll20 default page that you, you've got sitting there if you go to the... To the left, you've got the paintbrush, and you can do text. Um, so the so, shiny mountain team has how many gnomes with? Uh... Maybe I'll just tell you guys this stuff as I tell you this stuff. Uh, and so we've got like eight ships, uh, each crewed by like five or ten team members. You know, similar, similar to your team, but obviously like not as good or experienced as you guys. Uh, <laughs> those guys are adventurers, so I think we'd expect that each crew would be able to take out a, a crew of pirates i expect maybe like one uh, one and a half if they were able to like take them on one at a time kind of thing but uh yeah you know we've probably got to watch out not to get overwhelmed so it, yeah and actually actually now that i think about it uh every, every with with those librarians every ship could have a wizard on board well are any of you guys wizards no, no, no. Okay, so you guys would be so everyone minus you guys would be able to have a wizard. Sounds like a good plan. <clears throat> yeah, but to... I mean, like, how many pirates' ships are coming? Do you know how many pirate ships are coming, Ristol? I, I, I don't. I think, uh, what was the gnome's name? Shaka. He was the one that, uh, one of the diviners. Uh, Shaka was a girl. <laughs> oh, she. Oh. <laughs> My bad. 
Uh, hmm. Uh, at this point, from the hole that you guys came down, a yellow pseudo dragon like spirals its way down and lands on Spyro, and he takes a little message, like the truth taker, takes a little message out of it and goes, "Oh, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool." Okay, so there are like nineteen pirate ships coming. Uh, and they probably have about like an average of fifteen crew members on them each. That's that's all we got. Thanks, man. So and the pseudo dragon flies away. If the How many cannons if... do you have? What? Well, if we're using cannons, we can't use them in the flow just on. No, but we can shoot at the ships flying at us. The ships that are in the flow just on. Well, in that case, we would have it would be a, a ground versus the ships. Is that what you were uh, saying? Hold instead of uh, sending a fleets out. Yeah, to I mean, like fire is uh, not good in the phlogiston, right? Ones if we shoot a big fire thing at them while they are still in the phlogiston. Uh, well, the the fire uh, <clears throat> goes out right from from a source. So um, two things uh, we we know that Maladast. Uh, those tieflings have been resistant uh, to fire in the past, and there were a lot of tieflings. Not all tieflings, but there were a lot of tieflings uh, right. on the fin. Uh, two, they've used fire against us in the past because uh, their ability that they have, uh, just fire comes out of nowhere um, uh, rather than coming from, from a source. Our cannons would have to fire something either uh, other than fire or um, would need to is be fire, able to create is, fire from a source. Is fire um, yeah, safe within the uh, the Shining Mountain? I mean, uh, like, we've got an atmosphere, so... Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, no. No, no, it's not, it's not safe, no. So what is what is Spyro the big dragon blow out? He doesn't blow out fire. Uh, yeah, purple. no, he he does have uh, purple fire. So uh, yeah, I mean, like we could abandon the Shining Mountain, like the because I guess the thing is that if we want to defeat nineteen pirate ships, then like Spyro could probably do that. I'm talking about Big Spyro, not me Spyro, but. His greatest weapon is his breath, right? And so, number one, he can't move while the mountain's on his back. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, you could, like, leave the mountain, but it would break apart, right? And the pseudo-dragon, like, nods slowly. Okay, cool, 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 cool. So, hmm, hmm, okay. What about we lure them away from the mountain? Ooh, good idea. Okay. They, they are they... obviously using divination magic to track us. What if we could use that against them to, in a way, allow them to know that we have the map pieces and that we are moving away from the mountain? Is that, I want, is that going to be good enough, though? Are they still going to attack the mountain? Or... Have a decoy ship, the fastest ship, leave, and they all start to chase it, and then we have another ship that sneaks out another way. That do decoy we have any, ship. Do we have any allied 
uh, forces anywhere nearby? Hmm. Hmm. I mean, hmm. Like, uh, do you guys know anyone? No, the only ones I could think of is, and they're not really allies though, but Gnome Corp. They have their own interests, and this probably doesn't align with them. Uh, Gnome Corp don't have a standing army either. No. Could we bribe Ooh. the, uh. Well, attempt to bribe the, uh, pirates? With what? Mm. The thing that they want? What about a parlay? Well, pirates! Hmm. It sounds like these pirates are mercenaries, right? Like, what's what's keeping them together, Bristol? Gold. The treasure. They've been promised a portion of El Dorado. Ah. 1,000 gold per crew, I believe. Uh, like, per crew as a group, or like, per crew member? Uh, I don't remember offhand, but it was... Uh, it was a lot of money. Okay. Hmm. Well, yeah, if we're assuming that it's per crew member, which that's an obscene amount of gold, then uh, bribery probably ain't gonna work. Unless we throw, like, all of our money, and then we could maybe bribe, like, two ships and be bankrupt. Huh. Okay, is there any way we can sneak away with a telescope? We just leave? Well, and the thing they with that, <clears throat> they'll still trash the place then, so it's not necessarily what we want to get out of it. If we want to leave, then we'll have to pull them away as well. Well, I mean, we could, mm, if we wanted to abandon the Shining Mountain, then, uh, I mean, well, we've got three and a half hours to play with, right? Probably more like three hours now that we're down here and we'll have to go back. So... I think uh, what's maybe the issue take, with like, abandoning hmm. the mountain? Like, is it easy to just do that and restart again later? Well, uh, 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 Spyro, uh, the pseudo dragon, sort of shrugs. Is that okay? Okay, I think so. So abandoning the mountain isn't like a not possibility. I guess, I guess it's worth thinking about that. Like the library, the library is valuable. So we would probably want to either like load all the books onto a ship and then we lose a ship to fight with or we could like teleport it somewhere else like that could be that's a possibility i guess well, and then we and would use we would use so much of the money from el dorado just to rebuild the shining mountain yeah i mean yeah it's, it's, it, i mean it's not that, I mean, that's okay. Like, that's not too bad, I, I don't think. One other thing to think about is that we've got, you know, the the gnomish librarians and then, like, <clears throat> you know, probably about 20-odd civilians living here, so they mm -hmm. would need to be evacuated as well. Yeah, so at the very least, we need to evacuate the civilians, uh, get the valuable materials off, because they will... It, 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 worst comes to worst, they will be plundered and stolen. So we need to get them off and the civilians off and to a point where if need be we, ha we can abandon the, the mountain with minimal loss hmm. okay so, hmm. so we've got like 
Mm-hmm. What if we take um, all of the civilians and send them to um, Tokoroa or or somewhere uh, safe, mean somewhere we know? Uh, Does Starfleet uh, yes. have a standing military? No. Does Starfleet uh, have a standing military? Yeah. No, but they, like, their ships are equipped for fighting, in a way, um, and it's possible there could be a ship close enough that might be able to help you guys. So, so we could so at least here's... get them to help us get people off, civilians off. Oh uh, yeah, that's probably a good use for them. Okay, so let's let's do an equation. So you've got about three hours worth of time, and can I hmm, can I make this text bigger? Can I can I say my one idea, real real yeah. quick? Uh, so if we send all of the civilians, because we only have three hours left, so if we send all of the civilians out to uh, the UNT city. And then they, um, that ship asks for reinforcements. So we get all the civilians off. And then uh, we, uh, instead of fighting uh, people, right, we fight ships. So if we can take down ships and then fight each of these crews on the Shining Mountain as opposed to, like, just flat-out destroying the Shining Mountain. Um, so, that's, the, so the civilians will ask where... When they land, they'll ask the people to come help us? Yeah, they're, they're bringing in a wave of reinforcements coming from Starfleet, right? Mm. And so then we, uh, we do battle with the Tieflings, like, in the air around the Shining Mountain, and then we put... Uh, Maybe we put the uh, telescope on guard in somewhere in the Shining Mountain, and we have um, a protectorate around it, and we let the fight come to us. That way, instead of destroying the entire Shining Mountain uh, in one go, we use it as a last resort. Yes. Yeah. But I do believe... Uh, you want to settle in for a control, siege. Yeah. Yes, controlling the fight is the biggest, uh, the biggest advantage that uh, we could have in this situation. Yeah, so I think we take some of our ships um, and send them out to to stem the tide of the pirate ships, right? Um, but then we leave a protectorate on the Shining Mountain uh, with the telescope because that's really what they're after, right? Yes. Also, um, just of a note, uh, when it's ship-to-ship fighting, um, the pirates do, at least in experience, seem to prefer boarding and uh, avoiding ship-to-ship. Right. Yeah, right. no no one... Um, Spyro will say, uh, ship-to-ship? What? What's that? Well, when you're in a crystal sphere, you can use things like... Uh, cannons and whatnot to fight oh but in the floating okay, yeah you, mm. it's a bit more dangerous to do that yeah no no one really really does that the ship if you want to fight someone who's on a ship you kind of got to get close enough to them to like 
mess them up kind of thing, I guess. Like, <laughs> you know, like every ship has a wizard basically. And so they're Riding pretty speed. Like, well, yeah, they're pretty hard to like, you know, chuck magic at them or I don't know, like, yeah. That's sort of not a thing. Well, I like the idea of sending out the ship with the civilians, get them safe, have them ask for help, and then when we have reinforcements, we all go out to meet the tiefling. Well, well I don't know we're not that going, Starfleet we're not... can get... Sorry, go ahead, Peleus. We're not, necessarily... we're not going to be sending everyone out to meet them. We'll be sending some of them out to slow the... to slow them mm-hmm. down, you know, um, yeah. or at least focus their um make focus them down a bit then we'll be holding so out two people on the mountain. To deaths. yeah yeah so and i don't that doesn't quite sit well with me but it depends on is this a fight that we are most likely going to lose or is this a fight that we are going to try and i mean perhaps we could wait till they get to the mountain and we we uh, have some fortifications set up to give Can us spiral you know, sort of. Well, big Spyro, Spyro the Great can't really do anything while there's a mountain on his back. Mm. Yeah. So well, is it possible to hide some of the ships in the towns and areas so that if we need to get off, everyone can get to their boats nice and quickly and take off? Like, our exit strategy on this if worse comes to worse, is going to be important as well. So having all the all the ships out fighting yeah, I mean, isn't going to be that great. It, like, you could probably just stuff one ship with, like, everyone. Like, you know, it'd probably be like a ship and you need, like, half of a crew to fly it. But, yeah, like, for one ship and half a crew, you can stuff all the non-fighters on board and, and get them out of here. Well, what I'm saying is that's 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 less than eight ships versus nineteen ships. How? Like, yeah. Yeah. So mm. maybe we have to do the fight here, and then, if necessary, cram them on board and get out. <clears throat> I mean, I like I like your idea about calling Starfleet. Like, they might have a ship in the area, and that could certainly help us out. Yeah, we should probably do that. Um, I, th- I think one, we, we need to save. We need to say we need to act now and get the civilians off the shining mountain. Yeah, I think stay. that's an action that we can take right now. Save so we'll, some time. Yeah, do that right now. Okay, so hey, this is going to be an equation. Like you can't do everything that you want to do, but you can do some of the things that you want to do. So if you look onto roll twenty, you guys have three hours, and you can spend half an hour to call Starfleet. You can spend an hour or even two hours using divination magic to find out more about what the pirates are doing. You can choose to save the library by teleporting it somewhere else. You can choose to load the library onto a ship, which takes an hour, and then obviously have you minus a ship and half a crew. So I've written half a ship there. That's cool. Uh, hmm. What if we yeah. load the library, load the civilians, load everybody else, and we all go to El Dorado and start over in El Dorado? You want to lead the pirates to El Dorado? Well, if we can somehow make them not be able to track our eight ships, maybe they would come here and no one would be here. That would stink for them. Mm-hmm. So, like, Bristol, the, like, so, so the pirates know that Spyro could, 
you know, like, destroy the mountain and then kick all their butts, right? So, what? why are they still coming? The telescope. They want the telescope. Yeah, but they're not idiots. Yeah. They want El Dorado. Why wouldn't they just wait till we leave and follow us? Hmm. Yeah, maybe. What if we... What well, if maybe, we... Maybe they're pressuring us into doing that. Mm. I think we can take an hour to use some more divination magic to see what they're up to. What do you but think? At the very least, we need to start whilst doing that, uh, evacuating the non-fighters and the library. Agreed. Mm, so I don't think we need the library. We need to save the library. We don't need right to now. Save the library. Not not right now. We might in a little bit, but we're gonna save the civilians, do divination, yeah. and then maybe. Or or do we have to choose all of our actions right now, Chris, and then you tell us mm. what happens? No, you can spend your time an hour at a time, kind of thing, right? But we can only choose. We can't choose everything. So if we spend an hour. How much time is saving the non-fighters? We can uh, split up. It's, it's free time-wise, but it will cost you a ship and half a crew. Like half a fighter okay. crew. So, sorry, and sorry to interrupt you, Andrew. Yeah, so we, we, we would... Um, yeah, we can't do everything. Well, if it's a free action, we can do that later. But not too late. So we can... Use the divination magic, um, and call Starfleet. Or do we want to call Starfleet? So that's an hour and a half gone. If we do that, Uh, one other thing: Uh, that lady, that lady back topside, who you met just before. uh, Her name is Delindrax, and she's a copper dragon, so she could probably take out a ship or two herself. But she's not like part of the guild she's just kind of here on like a guarding spyro contract you know he's a cool dragon she's a dragon dragon's like hanging out with other dragons for a bit so she'd kind of need to be convinced what's her name again help us delindrax delindrax Delin- can you spell that it's on it's the roll 20 page yeah down the bottom oh got it oh yes. so yeah <laughs> so- you guys can think of tasks as well, you know, you've got up the top a half hour to call Starfleet, like if you guys have something So can cool... we split up and one of us goes and gets the starts no. rounding up the people? No, you gotta spend your three hours as a finite resource together. Okay. Alright. Okay, so it sounds like you wanna spend your first hour on finding out more about your enemy. Knowledge is power. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Okay. Uh, the truth, I guess, is all right. Well, it sounds like we're starting a plan. So, uh, hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's go. Cool. So you guys head back to the library and talk with Shaka and a couple of the other gnomes as well. Um, a few of the gnomes like overhearing, like, "Oh, pirates are coming." Oh, you know what? You've got another problem. The other problem is that Merch has to leave. So if you want Merch as a resource, you're going to need to spend some time convincing Garfield to let you keep him. Yeah. Okay. Is Garfield able to 
evacuate some people as well. Actually, no, evacuating doesn't, uh, doesn't matter too much. Just because Garfield's trans-dimension thing. Uh, That's true. Can we just spend some time convincing Merch he needs to stay? Or do we have to go find Garfield? Uh, if you ask Merch, he'll say, look, I have to do what Garfield says, right? He's my boss. Okay. You gotta, you gotta talk to Garfield if you want me to hang. Like, love to help you guys out, save my life, etc. But, you know, gotta do what your cleric patron wants you to do. <laughs> okay, so, right. so you're spending your first hour on the divination magic, uh, and the Shaka and her five friends uh, can tell you that every. So of the 19 ships that are coming at you, after an hour, they will let you know that 15 of the 19 ships have a ship wizard. Uh, and she'll also tell you that one of those ships... So every ship has an average of 15 crew on board. You guys know that. Uh, but one of those ships is Maladast's flagship, which has 30 crew members. Has what? 30 crew members? 30 crew members. Who's ready for a TPK? TPK. We didn't learn any more about why they're coming. Whether they what want, if... they like want the map, or they want something else. Well, I mean, you guys are pretty sure that they want the map, but okay. I guess like the the question that the truth taker was asking is, why are they coming if they know we have a big purple dragon who could like mess them up? Yeah, well, the thing is, is that's 300 pirates versus um, <laughs> what we have, which is potentially what? 80. Not even. 90. 70. Yeah, I mean, this is a question of ships and crews rather than on people, because, like, you know, you guys are worth significantly more than one pirate, like, each. Like... <laughs> um... So yeah, they're like 300, and if you're going by people, we're like 90, but if you include us as more, it's like, I don't know, 130 against 300. We gotta... We need more people. We need... We need to call Starfleet. Yep. Yes. We need They've to try and convince Dylindrax, and we need to try and keep merch. So that will leave us with half, half an hour left. Uh, Which means and, that we can only... And we need to save the non-fighters. Yeah. That's all our time. Uh, non-fighters if... is free, but we lose a ship and half a crew. Unless, unless, by saving the non-fighters... We take that extra half hour and bolt, not towards El Dorado, but away from El Dorado, into the Flojistan, and do ship v ship uh, battle and board each other and board each other's ships. We could save the non-fighters by taking this into the Flojistan. Oh, I see what you mean. Mm. Oh, leave them here, and then the eight ships all go. 
mm-hmm. out into the floater sun and make them follow us. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad idea. Well, we've got an hour. What do we want to do with that hour to make things better for ourselves? I think it, we would have half an hour, right? We want to get Delindrex on one of the ships. We want to get Merch on one of the ships, and maybe even Garfield. Do we? Do we? Do we get uh, Delindrex and Merch onto our ship, and somehow head straight for the the lead ship, take out the lead ship and Melindrex, and say, "You're not getting your stuff anymore." Ooh, that's not yeah. a bad idea. Yeah, we gotta we gotta take we gotta take the uh, the first ship head on. I think it, uh, morale will fall if if Maladas goes down, right? We could leave the telescope with the big, huge spire of the Great, put it in his armpit or something. We could leave the telescope <laughs> with. Uh, we could leave the telescope with. Um, we would have to use the threat of 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 Spyro the Great um, if it becomes. Uh, if they anger him, he will basically destroy them all. Yeah, but that using Spyro the Great um, would uh, hinder that hinder our plan because the non the non fighters would still be on his back. So that's a that's a false. It's a statement, right? It's yeah, a, so they it's don't a false know that, statement. Though. It's a threat. They don't need to know that. It could be a case of whilst we're fighting, someone can get them off world. Off, off the, off the mountain, if need be. Okay. So, uh, it sounds like we're in agreement that we leave the non-fighters here, and we gather everyone up, and we go try to recruit Delendrex and Merch, and get everyone on ships and fly out. And Starfleet. And Starfleet. And Starfleet. Starfleet, at the very least, if they can't do anything, they need to get the non-fighters off. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, so we'll do the Starfleet. First, does that okay. leave us with half an hour? Yeah, yeah. Do we want to spend half an hour um, with the you know get everyone together and uh, do like a big war speech before we go out? Boost morale. Yeah, we can do a haka. Uh, uh, what's ha- what's a haka? <laughs> Did I say it wrong? No. Oh, oh, you're being he's you're being, being a alias. Kiwi making fun of the <laughs> American. Is that a dwarven thing? It's not something I've heard of. Yes, yes, it's a, it's a dwarven. Merch says, thing. "I think it's from Tokoroa." <laughs> so UNT then? Wow, this is getting confusing. A dwarven UNT uh, 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 cultural thing. <laughs> anyway, okay, so that that sounds Starfleet. like a plan. Uh, yeah, Starfleet is probably the one you want to call first because they yeah. will need some time to travel to you or whatever. Okay, so Shaka and her other homie divination gnomes uh, are going to, like, they'll sort of go away for a bit and you guys sort of just have to sit there, like, nervously waiting while they, you know, contact Starfleet, try and work out where their ships are, all that kind of stuff. Um, and after 20, 25 minutes, uh, they come back and Shaka is holding a sending stone, basically, and says... Hey, there's a guy on the line. Uh, there's a guy on the line that says that he knows you. His name's Sam Galactic, apparently. G'day, it's me, Sam Galactic, captain of the SS franchise. What's going on, home dizzles? Ah, just the person we needed to talk to. Of course you need me. I'm Sam Galactic, the greatest yes. of all time. The guy that gets the curl. Red Bull has never passed my lips. I don't know if I like this. I always get my homework done on time. Sam Galactic, that's me. 
<laughs> what what can I do um, for you guys? Uh, so, Payless, well, do you have the stone to talk to him? Well, yeah, everyone can sort of talk to him. It's on speaker. Uh, yeah, it's on speaker. Okay. So I'm going to be like, we have a, uh, a really great um, task that you could probably help us with. Um, and you might be the only person who's capable of helping us here. Tasks? Um, I'm not sure that I like tasks. I'm kind of more into quests and adventures. Well, this is a quest and adventure, rather. On this adventure. (laughs) So, to make a long story short, we're at the the Silver Mountain, and they've got a fleet of pirates heading our way. And we're wondering if Starfleet could help us out against these, uh, these, these dangerous and evil pirates from, um... Killing our civilians. Killing we need our help civilians. Saving lives. Saving lives is what we want done here. This <laughs> sounds like a persuasion check, and Bronnie's obviously helping you out by saying saving lives and stuff, so you can have advantage on this. That so sounds like the help action. Ooh, can I wear. Oh, wait. I don't know. No, Paleus rolls it. Oh, okay, gotcha. Um, I'm not great at persuasion, so maybe it should have been Big John. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, you roll one, and... Yeah, well, yeah. I roll one? You roll one, and and Bronny, you roll one as well, and add your persuasion modifier, since it'll be more than Paleus's. Okay. I rolled a 17. I mean, that's not bad. I rolled a 14. Plus... Alright, yep. Oh, sorry, I rolled an 8 plus 6. Okay, Okay, 14 total. Um, the same colleague says, hmm, you know, I do like looking like a hero. And pirates, you say, those are bad guys. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. Yeah, we'll turn this uh, franchise around. We uh, should be with you shortly. Sounds good. Uh, how how far away exactly? are we? Speak, how far away are we? Uh, we're approximately two hours away from the Shining Mountain, sir. All right, we'll be there in two hours. Lovely. Make sure you bring the little laser, too. Bronnie starts yeah. That's me, Lolita Laser. I'd love to see you guys again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now she's here. Yeah. You'll be all good. Um, all right, great. We we'll, uh, backpack. I've got all the jetpacks that you need, mate. <laughs> all right, cool. So um, we'll uh, see you follow soon then. All right, yeah. cheery bye. Laters. Laters. Nope. All right. Yeah. That went better than expected. Good job, Payless. Well, I forgot to ask them if uh, more ships could come, but uh, yeah, well. Send everyone. All right. Shaka says, "Do you want to call them back or something?" Yeah. I mean, we could probably just ask them. How long is it going to take to call them back? Uh, I mean, well, like, so now that we know where they are, like, it's not that hard to call them back. Like, it'd be like thirty seconds. Like, <laughs> do we want to try guys or not? Nah, it will be alright. Yeah. Alright, alright. Whatever. Right. But not Where undermine his, um, his, his, his heroing. Right. Okay, cool. One of so, moments, you know, I'm gonna go try and... Like on the fifth day, uh, at the crack of dawn, look to the east. Who is the service of the wizard arrives precisely when he means to. <laughs> So, your uh, next half an hour. I'm going to go try and talk to this uh, Delindrax. Or do we need to sort out Merch first, because Merch is going to be going somewhere. Whereas Delindra is probably going to hang around. True, true. 
Uh, not a bad idea. Merch is still with us right now, though, right? Yes. Yep. Let's go sort out merch. Okay. Yeah, let's go. Talk and then to we'll do okay. the deal. Yeah, you guys head to the familiar shack that is Fantasy Costco with its uh, big sign outside, uh, and you walk through the double doors, and again, you're shocked by that the interior is significantly larger than the exterior, uh, and the large lion-sized Garfield, the uh, Deals Warlock slash Orange House Cat, uh, strolls up to you guys. Uh, and you can see that there's like a number of people dressed similarly to merch, but their uniforms aren't quite as nice. Um, scurrying around, like packing things up. Um, but all of the movement seems to be near the entrance rather than like anywhere else. Like they're sort of moving things away from, from the entrance. Um, and so Garfield says, Oh, hello. Merch, it's good to see you again. Uh, yes, it's uh, good to see you too, boss. So, uh, what can I do for you guys? Why are you running? We need help. We're here to make a deal. Yes, we're here to make a deal. Uh, helping isn't something that comes for free, but I do like deals. What can I do for you? Uh, we would like to, uh, hold on to merch for the day. Or longer. Hmm. Well, you see, once we uh, disconnect that portal from this quantum manifold, then uh, that's gonna stop being a fantasy Costco. So, uh, if you're keeping much, you're gonna have to keep him for a while because he kind of like can't come back, sort of thing. Well, how long does it take to set a portal back up? Uh, you know, a couple of weeks. Okay, but that's well, assuming the, that the Shining Mountain's still going to exist, and I've got a feeling that uh, it might not be a place uh, to uh, do business anymore after this. Uh, did you uh, well, Yeah, I heard there's like 30 pirate ships coming for you guys. Yeah, 30. <laughs> what is merch one? It's about do? 20. Um, well... 20? Ah, well, you know... <laughs> come see, come sir. What does merch want to do? Uh, yeah. Merch, Merch says, well, you know, boss, these guys did, you know, save my life a couple of times, uh, and that was kind of cool. And look at all this dope stuff we got from that mission that, uh, we went on, like, that was pretty neat. And Garfield starts, like, rifling through his bag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> interesting, interesting. So, uh... We'll it back to you in one piece. <laughs> Can you promise that? I know much, and it's more likely that he'll deliver you back in one piece. <laughs> no, boss, they, they did save my life. We'll attempt to well, deliver back, depending on how many pieces he ends up coming back in. Well, the, the, all right, well... <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah, so we're going to deliver him back, but we're instead of waiting for the portal to potentially come back up a, a, on the Silver Mountain, the Shining Mountain, uh, where's the nearest one in case... We need to drop them off. The nearest fantasy Costco? Yes. Well, the nearest one connected to the spell jamming manifold, this one here. Uh, if you drop them off in Auckland, that'd be okay. Auckland. Cool. Write that down. Auckland. <laughs> Auckland. Thanks, Garfield. Uh, but uh, hold up. That's hold up, if hold you up. drop them off. Yes. Yeah, what did you on. say? Uh, 
well, Merch is one of my valuable employees, and he's uh, worth quite a bit, you know? You, you can't just have his time for free. So what are you suggesting, then, uh, to... I'm suggesting that we make a deal. <laughs> and that's what I'm implying. Like, what, what, what's your offer? Like, what are you... Uh, what are you, what are you you're looking for? I mean, something of, to uh, monetarily recompense uh, Fantasy Costco Incorporated for Merch's time that he is not using for work purposes uh, would be good. But I'll also accept some sort of deposit or like a, a, a safety deposit that you get back in return for, you know, maybe like promising that uh, Merch gets to pick where your next quest is sometime, you know, maybe I'll find something that I need and uh, you guys might be in a position to get it back. You have a ship and are relatively capable. Alright, scaredy cat. Here's the deal. Uh, what did you just say, sorry? <laughs> Why'd you call me scaredy cat? You're leaving, aren't you? Not fighting? Don't care about <laughs> keeping your ground? Don't want to make money? Uh, this is my fight. <laughs> if you want to leave, that's fine. We keep merch. We pay you one favor. The lot of us. We'll do one adventure for you. Mm, okay, but uh, merch, I'm taking all this cool stuff that you found as a as a down payment. What cool stuff? That's was fair. It? Uh, like books and other dope shiz that you got out of Uriel's thingamajig lab. Oh, lab, right. Cool magic stuff. stuff right. Oh, the magic was... stuff. So that's... The Does that channel. include the, uh, the three other magic items? No, no, this is miscellaneous okay. magic stuff. Uh, so but we can miscell- flash back to, uh, yeah. So just the miscellaneous magic stuff, not the actual gold? No, not the actual cool stuff. Well, let's um, finish this encounter and then we'll divvy up the magic cool stuff that we got and never decided what to do with. Yeah. Um, so, is that a deal? That's a deal. One adventure for you. Deal. All right, pleasure doing business with you, Merch. Uh, gives him a firm handshake. We probably should have right, checked Aiden and Andrew. <laughs> If that was okay. <laughs> nope, that's all good. I agree with uh, the, uh... Okay. Very good. Uh, and like Garfield... Garfield might be. Yeah? Oh, I was gonna say, I was saying to Dylan, looks like Garfield might be sending us on our next quest. <laughs> anyway, sorry, keep going. Uh, Garfield gives Merch a, like a... Um, a staff, uh, like a, a wooden staff, but it's it's very, it it basically looks like a big cool piece of driftwood, but it's jet black. Um, and Mitch is like, oh, you want me to? Okay, yeah, cool, yeah. Um, and so you guys are leaving Fantasy Costco, and Mitch says, so uh, do we? Uh, is there any chance we want to go back in there or or anything or like because I'll I'll close the door when. When we need to go, this this stuff will uh, collapse the portal. You know, uh, connecting this uh, plane, this this area of the Flojiston, and tracking as the Shining Mountain moves through the Flojiston to the Quantum Manifold of Fantasy Costco. 
Right. So uh, that's a good point. Um, do we need anything, uh, resources like healing potions and, and the sort? Uh, that's what he's getting at. Um, do we have time? Because if we do, I'll buy more healing potions. I mean, like, it's not going to take long to buy healing potions, right? Yeah, I mean, if you want to buy healing potions, Merch will broker you a deal. A deal! <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's like uh, looks like we've only got three uh, healing potions left oh but one of them is a greater healing potion that's cool um Robbie how much for the lot I think healing potions are normally like 50 gold maybe 25 hmm. 100 uh, for you guys 80 gold for the lot Um, yeah, oh, I'll do that. I already Sweet. have two healing potions, so Thousand. I don't need to have them on my person if someone else needs to have them on their person. Yeah, well, we'll need to divvy them up to some degree. But, um, I, I shall remove the 90 GP, 80 GP from my reserves. Do you mm -hmm. want to divvy up the potions? Why don't we do that when we divvy up the other magic items? Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's. So I'm. I'm aware so that Jess is going to get home at eight, and I'm going to need to take a break when that happens to cook her a pizza. Um, and I also want to use that break to, because uh, I wasn't like I don't know if you guys are going to fight the pirates or anything. So hopefully we'll have at some point what the battle is going to look like, and then I can make a battle map. And that's a big hint, as in he was expecting us to run. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Uh, no, no, it's a, it's a hint in that I had to design and build uh, a D&D um, &D session on Saturday, and then I was running out of creative energy on Sunday after writing that Dopaz intro with the waterfall and, and all that kind of stuff. So I sort of, this is classic Chris DMing where I design a situation and a puzzle and I don't know how you're going to solve it, and so it will work out along the way how that's going to work. It's wow. been awesome. Um, yeah, it's my favorite really style good. to DM, but probably the hardest to play in because you have to like define the puzzle and things. <laughs> so, <laughs> so how many potions guys. was that? Uh, so you got two healing potions and a greater healing potion. I hand you twenty gold, Peleus. Uh, uh, we'll sort that out later. Okay. Okay. All right. So you guys wanted to go talk to Dalindrax. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll uh, walk up to her, uh, her, right? Yeah, yes. So it yeah. takes you about 10 minutes to get back under the waterfall where she is. And as I say, she's a lady. Running? Looks human. I picture yeah. us running. <laughs> okay, you're running as fast as you can. <laughs> it takes you about 10 minutes uh. to get there. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so there's a lady she looks human as I say but when she looks at you uh, she's wearing like a chain shirt and metal greaves and she has solid orange coppery eyes and uh so she sees you there to and, her and you know I'll say uh hey uh word uh word on the street says you might uh you might be able to help us in this uh coming uh, battle, so to speak. 
against these pirates. You got any got any interest in helping? Doing Spyro here a little bit of a favor? Mm. Well, what's in it for me? What do you want? Huh. Well, I, I mean, so it sounds like it's going to be kind of dangerous, you know. Uh, there's a lot of ships coming. You guys don't have a standing army, so that seems kind of tough. Here's, here's the thing. So I am stuck in a contract here guarding Spyro the Great for the next five years. And I feel like I've already learnt all that I need to from him. So, if you can get me out of the contract, then I would be happy to help. Uh, right. I mean, who is your contract? contract I mean, with is it to protect to protect Spyro, right? They're coming to attack the the uh, island, so or the mountains. Surely, it's pretty much the same thing. Like, it's part of your contract, (laughs) protecting Spyro. Hmm. Maybe. What were you saying, Paleos? Then I'll let the others speak first. Sorry? I'll let the others speak let... first. Okay, okay. Uh, hmm. Well, maybe. But I'm not compelled to do anything unless <laughs> they try to get through this door. Unless they try to get through your door. Unless they try and get through your door. Perhaps we could just send a couple of pirates your way. I'm sure Spyro would be so happy to hear that when a bunch of pirates came to attack his his mountain, you just stayed hidden. I'm sure that would make him feel really good. I mean, I am doing my job. (laughs) What did you say? Uh, I am doing my job. She thinks she's doing a job. How much money do you need to come up this fight? What if, what if doing her job was helping us? And that interesting. Yeah. Either I'm gonna uh, yeah say this to the rest of the team. Like either we use her to help guard this telescope by the telescope being with Spyro the Great or do we want her to help on the front lines I think the front lines because I think Spyro we we can give him the telescope the pirates won't know that but we need her out there fighting with us well in that case so she wants if that's the case um, who is your contract between? Is it just between you and Spyro? Or is there another party in the contract? Uh, between me 
and the Purple Gill. So Spyro the Great or the Truth Taker can negotiate on that contract. Right. To answer you, Dwarf, uh, money is cool and all, but dragons are interested in value and I am interested to find out what you value. Sorry, the the dragons are interested in what? Sorry, it was a bit hard to hear. In value. 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 What do you value? Not letting 30 civilians die. Well, I guess, in a way... What we have been, what we are well known as uh, under you know, Big John and his merry men, are the folk hero who go around helping and saving people. So, the lives of of innocent people, saving them. That's cool, but there is. You, you asked what was of med- value to us. Well, so there is. If you want to trade me something for my help, then what you value is different to monetary worth. So, for example, you could dig deep into the coffers of the Purple Guild and get me a large pile of gold pieces. But that is not as valuable as something that you need for example you dwarf probably need that armor that you're wearing that is valuable Mm, let's see what you mean Mm. yeah not getting the armor so well in that case are you saying that you want some kind of equipment (laughs) then that would help that would be valuable to you? I think that... So this value could either be a resource that you use in a fight, but something that you can give to me, or perhaps something that is worth a lot to you, like, for example... Or we could negotiate you out of your contract with Spyro the Truth Taker. Or you could do both, and then perhaps I would do a better job. Mm. Right. Mm. What are you thinking? Well, a better job is more favourable, and the contract we can negotiate about that. But the question I'm thinking... I wouldn't be so sure. The, those in charge, executives, if you will often have a longer view of things than the current crisis. Mm. Hmm. What? Dale? What's up? I'm thinking that we leave our protectorate down here in this room. Leave the map don't leave the map with the Lindrax. That's the worst idea. She'll take it. And Along with a couple others? No. Well, the thing is, right, is that the map is something that we 
need. Right? Mm -hmm. And Delindrax is talking about she wants something of value. So, the map is of value. Hmm, that's true. I don't think that the map is something that you can give to me. The map leads to El Dorado, and Spyro wants that treasure hoard. Yeah, I don't think we should give the map to her. Mm. Sorry, bud. That wasn't the plan, but that's okay. We can... We can think of another way. So, things like swords, magical weapons, that sort of thing. This seems like a waste of time, now that I think about it. We could use our last hour, figure out more about the... use the diviners, figure out more about the pirates. This dragon doesn't want to help us. Let's get out of here. That's what I say. Chris the DM will point out that you've already spent about 17 minutes with her, and it will take you about 10 minutes to get back to, like, the library. So you sort of already spent this half hour, whether you get her help or not. I've got this uh, cloak of elvenkind if you want that. For the dragon. Hmm. Yeah, but the question is of value. Is it of value to us? I think that that cloak is valuable. It seems like something that you use. I can tell that you care about it a little bit. So, what else? Um. I'm willing to give you this cloak if you want to if you come and fight for us. That cloak has gotten us out of very sticky situations. It's not a telephone cloak. It straight up hasn't. It it, it hasn't been nearly as useful as the monocle or as his great axe or as, you know, Merch's Revivivire diamond, which we assume will be valuable at some point. Like... (laughs) The uh, cloak is a stuff. And what, what all right. else do you have? I'll pull up. Perhaps. What's a pain is that uh, my balaclava. <sighs> Sorry, what? carry on. What's up, Dylan? I'll, I'll pull off my balaclava, uh-huh. my hood, and I'll say, "This has served me well." This is the most valuable thing that I own. Uh, are you chucking your at it? At it? Judging by that hand potion? Yeah, it's my hat of disguise. She Aww. holds it. All right. Interesting. Very interesting. You may keep the cloak, dragon. This is enough. I will help you. Wow. Very good. Okay. You're right, Russell. It's about time I showed my true colors. Yes! And Bronwyn starts banging his 
Lance or whatever. Let's go kick some tiefling tail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys gather. So, okay. So what are you doing about the civilians? While we're at Securing this? them in the mountain safely. Well, no, 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 no. We weren't, we weren't going to do that. Why were we calling Starfleet? Are they able to well, fight or they're... are they able to help us get the civilians away? They can do uh, my understanding was that we didn't want to lose a ship, so we were going to keep the civilians on the mountain, and then we were going to join Starfleet in the sky slash space and fight the the pirates in in space. That was my understanding, but maybe I misunderstood. Mm. Because we didn't want to lose a ship. But they also we... might be a good time to take a break. I don't yeah. know. Uh, I, I want to decide what you're doing with civilians and then divvy up the loot from last week and then take a break. Okay. Cool. And so we'll come back in on the pick talk slash hacker and then have a fight. <laughs> but we could the fight the for the Shining Mountain. <laughs> Peleus, if you think that's probably better. We've got to do something and... Uh... If something happens to Mountain and we can't get them off, then we lose them. And that's not particularly that's nice. Point. No. So maybe we send them away to that nearest planet or wherever. Yeah, we have to get them off the mountain at the very least, and that will take a ship, as we have no teleportation. That will take less time. Yeah. Big John, Ristol, do you like that idea? I do. To get them out of here? Okay. Yep, let's do that. So do we start, like, running through the town and, like, riling people up and get them all together? Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think you can sort of put the word out, like, yo, evacuate. Evacuate the okay. building. Get to your nearest emergency exit. Evacuate the building. <laughs> this is not a yes. drill. <laughs> this is not a drip. So, yeah. uh, so no. yeah. Pasta! Unfortunately, it does ship. mean that the library is not going to be saved, but um, eh, it might not fall it. though. It'll be it'll be saved if yeah if the shining mountain doesn't fall. Yeah, well, if the shining mountain f- falls, the case of the books, they will possibly just float around, right? Yeah. If, they don't, if they don't get burned. That's true. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, but people... The yeah. the Phlogiston yeah. might not create an atmosphere for them, and they might freeze up because they're just books, right? Yeah, so, so it's kind of... I So the Phlogiston, like, things don't float on it particularly sometimes like sometimes they do sometimes they don't kind of thing so like you wouldn't like even if you did a big recovery effort you wouldn't get the library back like you might get would the library fit on the ship with all the civilians you would have needed to spend an hour loading the library books onto a ship with the civilians yeah. okay. to do that. So hopefully we'll meet Starfleet in the sky and we'll beat the tieflings and they won't come destroy the library. Guess that's 
the rest. Yeah, and we'll at least have the people off, and uh, um, at the very least, at the very least, is El Dorado more valuable or less valuable than the library? That's right. the question. That's a good question. Hopefully. That's the question. Okay. So what we're heading towards is that of your uh, eight ships, seven of them are going to go fight. Yep. With seven and a half crews. Because uh, half that crew of the last ship that's going to be transporting the civilian it can go somewhere else and do some fighting while half of them need to pilot that well, ship. So are we gaining half a crew or losing half a crew per ship? So you've got... So you had eight ships and eight crews, but now you have seven ships and seven and a half crews. Right, You've okay. got yourselves. Plus, plus you've Star got uh, Sam Galat... You've got the SS franchise. Which uh, we don't know its capabilities. Yeah. And you've got Dalindrax in your straight-up fight. And merch. Well, yeah, yourselves equal includes merch. Right, okay. It'll have to be... Um, it's not. It'll be a dangerous battle if we pull it into one of attrition, so I guess it'll have to be played smart. Focusing yes. efforts. What's the yes, it will. Franchise? Starfleet. Okay. Okay, let's look at that loot from last week. Yeah. And do we that? So that's 700 G, 1700 GP, 120 yeah. I'm GP. just going to push that into the roll 20 what chat so that we can all see it. What's platinum pieces? Platinum pieces. Platinum pieces. So, Garf, Garfield, Garfield took Boots of the Winterland, the shield, the javelin of lighting. Did he take the spell components? No, no, no. Garfield didn't take... Yeah, Garfield took only the spell components, basically. And, ah. Yeah. I'm assuming... Yeah. I'm assuming there were spell components, and Merch also explicitly picked up anything that he could carry out of her... Um, thing so i don't know if that's included in the 300 in the in the spell components or whatever but yeah right okay so the javelin of lightning yeah hmm. yeah i would give someone the ring of feather falling if i could have the javelin of lightning is the javelin of lightning going to help you i think oh wait because we're gonna be in the phlogiston well, no, just because it's a thrown weapon and you're not very good at throwing things. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a shield? You might want the plus one shield, though. Okay. But, well, let's see what other people want. And then... So, who can take a plus one shield? Merch cannot. Brom he needs his unarmored defense. Yeah. I okay, think. I'll do the plus one shield then. Yeah. Yeah. Boots of the Winterland, what does that give? Uh, I'll look it up right now. Uh, so it's resistance to cold damage. You ignore difficult terrain created by ice or snow. You can tolerate temperatures as low as negative 50 degrees Fahrenheit without any additional protection. 
If you wear heavy clothes, you can tolerate, tolerate temperatures as low as minus 100 degrees Fahrenheit. So an in So that's really freaking cold. Right. I'm going to convert well, that. <laughs> so that's basically uh, like minus 40-some Celsius to like minus... Uh, I so forget full, the scale. The scale gets minus 73 degrees Celsius. Yeah. You're resistant to cold damage. So it might not help you in this fight, but it would help in another fight. But, yeah, well, potentially. Uh, those who yeah. don't have... Um, fire-resistant um, uh, items should use that. So, who does Well, who's have... to say that they don't stack? Sorry? Who's to say that they don't stack? That you can't have fire-resistance and cold-resistance? Well, it's like it's giving everyone uh, some kind of resistance. Mm -hmm. So, rather than a couple people, all of the resistance? That's, that's all I was kind of pointing at. Cool. Um, yeah. What about the javelin? So the javelin is a kick-ass javelin that when you chuck it at someone once a day, you can do an extra 46 lightning damage to them. Yeah. Who's our best thrower? So, so using that with something like uh, Hunter's Mark, you could basically just, it's the lightning equivalent of, of, of um, Fireball. So I guess, so the javelin does a d6 damage. Plus yep. 46 lightning damage, so we're up to 5. Hunter's Mark is another d6. So that's oh, it's uh, fireball yeah. eight. It, it forms... Yeah. Oh, I'm just reading it. It forms a line 5 feet wide and extends out from you to a target within 120 feet. Each creature in the line. Ah, I see. Damage. Yeah, it's so lightning bolt. To a line. Basically. Yeah, it's it's just lightning bolt, right. So oh, well, you have Hunter's Mark. Maybe Paleus should get the javelin. Um, Alias does seem to be a rangy boy. This is true. Yep. You should get the boots, I feel like. You or Big John should get the boots. And then I, for whoever doesn't get something, because I got the shield, I can give the ring to them. I'll take the ring, Big John. How about you take those boots? Okay. All right. And merch. What about merch? Merch has got the cape. He's oh, he's got the 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 cloak. Yeah, the cape of the mountebank. So he's happy. Okay. He's a happy boy. Okay. A happy boy. Happy boy. Javelin news. Uh, what? Dicks. Dicks for throwing. Okay. So he becomes plus three, and that becomes twenty-one. <laughs> And her AC just gone to 21. Yeah. Was yeah. so she not using a shield before? I did, I so, had no. two shields. So shields have add two to your armor class. Yeah. So plate mail is 18, so add a oh. shield is two. A plus one shield yeah. gives plus three. Is Alliance yeah. a two-handed weapon? No, she uses a Warhammer, just a 1d8. Oh, and Lance is a two-handed weapon when you're not mounted. But if, but, I'm on it, but if you're mounted, it's a one-handed weapon. Yeah. Oh yeah. I That's cannot ridiculous. be hit. I was actually reading about this the other day. I was like, I wonder if you could have a crazy AC, and would that be good? And it turns out that part of the design of D and D intentionally is that even like 
low level monsters like because ac doesn't go up so they can have a, a chance a small chance of hitting high level heroes kind of thing so it means mm-hmm. that the dm's list of monsters they can throw out a party only expands it never contracts like it's never like oh this party won't be threatened by goblins it's like this party will be threatened by goblins as long as there are like 50 of them kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly right yeah it's cool it's a- interesting yeah ac never really gets to like uh above i even in like the hardest challenging monsters like 23 is maybe like the highest that you'll see so like um and a lot of people end up with like a plus 10 to hit you know or something like that so that gives you like a 50 percent chance of hitting them so to speak oh how many ways are we splitting that gold and uh platinum Divided by five, right? Uh, don't don't include me. So divided by, by four. Yeah. Very good. Okay, so we're talking like four twenty-five GP each and thirty PP. Thirty PP. Seventeen. Wait. Seventeen hundred. Oh, equals four. Ooh. Merch is into that. Money. I'm gonna use it on magic items. Um, is the the javelin uh, plus one item as well? Uh, you can look it up if you go to the I and type in javelin of lightning. Come on. Uh, it is not a plus one item, <laughs> as far as I know. Right. I can't spell lightning. There you go. It's still considered a magic uh, item, but it's not. It's a magical weapon, Charlie. Plus one. A so, were you all saying that twenty-one doesn't really matter because when you get to higher levels, you still no. It, it? it matters. Okay. It's just you can't have like a thirty. Right. It like yeah. stops going up. All right. Much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cool. So it's just cool. a big deal for like so that's a normal person to have that. Well, right. don't you need to do your uh, pep talk slash hacker? Okay, so let's do that and then take a break. So you <laughs> gather everyone. So you've got uh, seven and a half uh, motley-looking crews uh, with you, all on um, ships of various types. The SS franchise, the large... Uh, so think, you know, the SS Enterprise, kind of that sort of disky thing. Like, it's a very large ship. Uh, you've got that and it's uh, 20 crew lined up there in their Starfleet uniform as well, looking very split span, including Sam Galactic and Speck and Lolita Liza is there as well. <laughs> um, you've got Delindrax there, the dragon, still in a human form, hanging out with you. Uh, and Merch is with you guys. What do you want to do? Big John, this was your idea. Um, Big John wants to rage. Um. <laughs> Do you want to ride? Ooh, Andrew, do you want to ride Billy and ride up in front of everyone and yep. do a big talk like Braveheart? Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. So I so, give him Billy. Yeah. Ride up and say, uh, um, oh, I've got to think of something on the spot. Um, um, do, you, do, do, do we want to do that after the break? or? Yeah, let's do that. Andy, you've got a whole break to think about this. Uh, let us reconvene. <laughs> 
at so 8.35, but that we might not have a battle at 8.35. It might, like, we might just yarn for five minutes more or so. But we'll see. Cool. All right, capiche? Cool. ready to go okay so you have gathered the whole purple guild with you uh on the steps of the library we've got our uh seven and a half motley crews around uh we've got the um the crew of the ss franchise there as well you've got merch with you you've got that dragon lady standing by herself big john the stage is yours okay uh, funnily enough, you said something about Lord of the Rings. I'd actually prepared something before that. <laughs> <laughs> Going with uh, so the speech. You want me to go with the speech? Yeah. Heavy. Okay. Uh, sons and daughters of the the shiny mountain, my family. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men and women fail, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. <laughs> An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men and women come crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight! By all that you hold dear on this good mountain, I bid you stand, men and women of the shiny mountain! No! Huzzah! No! No! Make a persuasion check. Or persuasion. Okay. Is that a persuasion or performance? Uh, either is fine. What what have I got higher? Uh, oh, they're exactly the same. Okay, I'll just roll something on the chat. Fourteen. Not 14. bad. Not bad. Not great, but yes, everyone seems psyched. They are into this. <laughs> So, you guys mount up onto your ships. Uh, everyone sort of readies themselves. You see past the strainer on uh, a ship adjacent to yours, another skiff. It looks pretty similar to yours as well. And she tips her like hat at you guys and sort of nod back. <laughs> and you take to the skies, uh, sailing out through the Flojiston in formation. Uh, dun, you can... Dun, dun. Da, 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 da. So, you guys are able to communicate with the other ships. You've got, uh, like, there's so, there's someone who's able to connect you all telepathically. If you need to call someone, you dial that person telepathically and they'll connect you up sort of thing. Which is pretty cool, pretty exchange. handy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's pretty handy. Uh, so you guys sail out, uh, and also the, uh, the lady Delindrax, um, stands, like, on the edge of the Shining Mountain, and sort of, like, sees you all take off, gives you a wave, and then drops off the edge into the Flojiston. And then, a couple of seconds later, this adult copper dragon the size of your ship flies out in formation with you guys. Oh, oh yes! Excellent. <laughs> So, you guys sail out. The Shining Mountain is still within view behind you. And you look out and someone says, There they are! And now I smoothly transition you onto this battle page. 
Space. Floating ah. stone sits out in front of you. You guys, your army, impossibly small, and the odds stacked against you, large. Uh, so we can see we've got a couple of groups of three pirate ships each. I think we're missing a pirate ship. There should be another one down there. But that's cool, that's cool. One, two, three, one, two, three, nine, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. Oh no, we could. You're quite quiet, quiet Chris. Did you make this no, right could. now? That was fast. I did, yes. Hold up a sec. Okay, hey, we're back. We're back for D&D. Alright, so you guys have your ships there, and we've got our groups of pirate ships. So there's the five groups of three regular-looking ones in skiffs. They all look a bit different, but this is just a representation of them. And then we've got the two larger ones in the center, and the one with the red dot on it, you recognize that that is Melodath's black flagship with uh, the triple sails going on. Uh, you guys have fought the uh, various tieflings aboard that once before. Now, are you guys able to control the tokens on the left at all? No. Tokens on the left. No. No. Okay. What's the now, thing th right under our ship? So, you guys' ship. So, there's the seven ships that you guys have got there. There's the one with the red dot, which has an extra half a crew because half of that crew was diverted to half of the eighth crew was diverted taking people away so that one's got an extra half crew so it's a little bit better for fighting this one here is your ship black um, oh. so i better make that available then we've got the ss franchise uh ready to go and the lindrax your <laughs> copper dragon homie dizzle g owl um, i think okay you guys are just gonna have to tell me what you want to do because this because uh, i think you have to give them each their own individual Play, uh, I don't know. You like, can make controlled by all players, I think. How? Is that one at a time? So if you one. click on them and then you do yeah. the settings button and then there's controlled by. Oh, the settings. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was right clicking on things. But that's cool. That's cool. Oh, okay, so you have to do it one at a time. Cool. Yeah, All right. guys typically getting... the way that you would do it is you would uh, copy and paste them. Like, so if you make one controllable by all players, you would copy and paste yes. the, that one, and that control would copy and paste over. Very good. All right, yeah, let's just do that, because that will be cool, I think. Aha. All right, so do you guys have ideas for what you might want to, like, how you're going to play this battle smart, as you say? I, I was thinking maybe we send the ships two by two, apart from the last four. Um, well, what was the priority to, 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 to fight uh, the groups of three each, if that makes sense. Yeah. Good question, uh, Peleus. I think... Our ship's priority is Maladas' ship. But everybody else, I'm not sure. Maybe dragon... we have Starfleet? Because Starfleet could t take a group of three. The dragon could take like a group of two or something. And then the dot one could take another group of two. And then that means we've got two ships. While well, the rest of the other ships can take the other groups as two by twos. 
Uh, Alright, you all should be able to move them around now. And then we can try and take the two big ships by ourselves. <laughs> so so just to visualize, not to actually move, uh, is this, just, to, sorry, just to visualize, not to actually move, are you saying, like, sending them out, like, something like this? I'm not actually moving ships, but you're saying, like, we send our ships out, kind of, in this manner? Something yeah. like that, two by two, to it. So it's like two ships per every cluster of three. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, should we place them all? Uh, well, I think we should place them. I just okay. wanted to show visual and not like, you know, take yeah. over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna go after Maladas. You think? Or should we play this by chess, like chess, and we're the king? No, we should, sorry, we can... What do you think, Bron? <laughs> I think we need to uh, take down morale as soon as possible. Haul it. Straight there? Yeah. Well, this Paris, is also a numbers game as well. Yeah, I think, remember that the Flojistan is essentially a 2D battlefield as well, so like, you kind of can't get to Maladast right now. Right. So does that mean we want to like swarm the front few people, a few groups, destroy them, and uh, well, yeah, and it's a chess on? game. So we need to swarm them until they are occupied, and then we push through. So that's something like um, I'm just going to move them just for show. Yep. Up here. Up here. Our ship probably comes in up here, and we have some other ships along that can sort of squeeze in here. Dragon. What do we want the dragon to do? Um, it can help Starfleet. I don't know. So, so my assumption here, though, is that like there's. I'm just playing playing around. So, like, action is going to happen. I'm going to move the a couple of these pieces, Aiden, if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, go ahead. Like, uh, uh, action is going to happen, like, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's going to happen in time, right? So we send out our first set of battlefields. Action will happen here. Um, there's no... Um, there's no fire, right? Like this. There's no ship v ship battle. No. You said before, Chris. It's like you got to get up close to actually do battle. On yeah, the that's ship. basically not a thing. Right. Yeah. Okay, but like, like it's just it's very easy for people to one have a wizard to counterspell anything you want to do, and two cast like an award of anti arrows on their atmosphere, so you can't <laughs> just like archer them. Okay. Right. So the. Uh, well, so we really my guess is that it would happen count. something like this, right? Yeah. So uh, let me tell you how this game is going to work. So as I said before, each of your ships, like their adventuring crews, like the first pirate ship they take on, if they're only taking on one pirate ship, that's going to be easy for them. But the second one they take on is going to be not easy. Like we're going to roll some checks. And if they take well enough to take on a third ship, that's going to be even harder right on a one-on-one -on -one battle yeah. uh so the other variables you guys have the ship with one and a half crew which will have a better chance of succeeding against a pirate ship than uh your one times crew 
any battle that you guys take on, we're going to actually play. Uh, and the SS Enterprise, the sorry, the SS franchise, you don't, you don't know how, how good it is in combat. But it has, m- like, 20 trained crew, including the Legion Laser. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, they might be okay. Who knows? Uh, and, of course, the Dragon has a pretty good chance of taking down one ship. Maybe another ship. It's a big dragon. Who knows? Uh, the other thing is that you know that um, four of the ships... So you get told that 15 of the 19 ships have a ship wizard. And so you can definitely assume that Captain Corporal's ship, the, the flagship without a red thing, that one, like Captain Corporal's a wizard. Bristol knows that. So that has a wizard. Maladar's ship is obviously going to have a wizard as well. But four of these ones are going to be easy targets because they don't have a wizard, so they're going to be much easier to to beat. We don't know which ones are which. But you don't know which ones don't have a wizard. Unless you have some way to work it out. Do we have a way to work it out? Uh, I think think we split up all our ships and we just fight. I like the the idea of of, of testing the water. We feel confident. Um, that two of our ships can take down three of their ships. We, well, we is, see... it the, is it the case of can you have two ships take on one ship or is that not possible? Uh, yes, yeah. If So, for instance, in this configuration that you've got, I'm looking up here, like, after a couple of turns in combat, like, if you were actually playing this battle, like, these ships here are just gonna go like, hello, friend! Hey, how are you going? Let us now. Let's do up here. Let's do four v one kind of thing, right? right. Oh, oh, I'm rotating that. Oh gosh. Do no, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So that's a danger as well. So you can, they can move as well. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Really? Yeah. Um. What if we put just, just fire one ship in front of, of everything? <laughs> No, that's fire, though. What if we did one, no. one, one, and one? We have enough to we'll, line up we'll equally to... with their whole first row. Well, that's we could all... basically what we're going to have to go in as, as, as a line. We could fly in a V formation. <laughs> I quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's who what take, I was Who takes the lead? Of. We do. We take the lead in a V formation. Yeah. Don't make me snap my fingers in a V formation. Okay, I won't. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, It'll be a a slightly staggered V formation. Uh, Beautiful. uh, Starfleet can come up beside us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That there. The dragon there. Oh, Something cool. like that. Sure. Cool. Let's do it. Alright. So. You guys do that. Um, and the pirates. <laughs> I like think this? How do we want to be? Is Whoa, that you can do all of them. <laughs> Yeah, where do you move where do you up, want him to be? Move up one because we want to be able to get through to his ship. We want to come here. Sure. Yeah. That's good. Let's do that. Okay. All right. 
you guys hear a booming voice ring out across the Flojiston battlefield. Hello? Is is this thing on? Is, yes, yes, it's working. It's working. So they should be able to hear... Can you guys hear me? I've got to assume that they can hear me. Greetings, this is I, Melodast, the tiefling pirate. I've gotten more evil wizardy since you last saw me. I'm trying it on. It's going to be a new voice for me. This is the guy that is going to destroy the Shining Mountain. I'm going to take that map that you have, and we are going to get the treasure of a thousand worlds. Ah! And don't think that your dragon can help you, though. I see that you've got another dragon. Who's that dragon you bought? That seems like some sort of knockoff Spyro. Where's the big purple guy? That's who I expected to be fighting. But anyway, no, don't think that he can help you because we have got an ace in the hole. Ha 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 ha. You think that we uh, were stupid enough to attack you knowing that you have a giant dragon holding up your mountain? Well, we knew that. We knew that you had a giant dragon holding up your mountain. And so we bought something along to deal with it. Yes! In just a few short minutes. Yeah, I'll say minutes. Minutes! In a few short minutes, we will have a giant bear avatar the size of a humongoid dragon, which is going to munch you guys up and destroy you. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Ah, ha, 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 ha. Stop listening. Let's go. (laughs) It's a fake. Are you talking about a teddy bear? Hopefully it's not an owlbear. It seems like a, a one-way sort of communication. Merch will say that to you because I, I think that's sort of a one-way communication yeah. thing. I, I feel yeah. as though our comments were uh, not heard. Yeah. Making fun of. No, no, he's just silent because he, he he doesn't want to you know hear what we have to say. He's a bit scared. Yeah. Mm. Spyro can decide if he wants to fight this dragon himself, but or this bear himself, but I wouldn't pay it too much mind. These cultists, they're, it's all a ruse. It's fake. Fake Don't news. They're all making it up. <laughs> <laughs> fake news. Alright. Cool. Okay, so you guys can move all of your ships up to let's say like four four squares now and then they'll move all their ships up to their speed <laughs> just like move closer <laughs> yep. bum, bum, bum. all right cool so these guys are gonna get in there as well okay one two three four one two three four one two three Oh shoot, that's not what I wanted to do. If it looks like I'm looking at my phone a lot, it's because all my spells are on my phone. Oh yeah, actually, you know what? They do want to attack Starfleet, because Starfleet looks dangerous. These guys are all going to do the standard forward, forward. Hello. Looks like we may need some help on the on the port side. Okay, so straight up down here, we've got a one v one between these two ships, uh, and then we're going to have a one v two between these ships up here as well. So, 
there's going to be a roll. The something there so the first ship is that these ships fight is going to be a very easy role at least it should be uh and it's not it's not going to be like immediate pass fail kind of thing right like you can succeed immediately but if you fail you're going to start failing in stages especially on the first battle so Peleus, can you roll me a d20 this is a dangerous thing. I have not been rolling well recently. This 1v1 down here, so we're expecting it to be a pretty easy check for the 1v1. I'll roll my purple die for the purple guild. Ooh! Good idea. That's a 13. Very good. Alright. So, this ship is disabled. And these guys, a 13 is pretty good. So I'm going to give them one point of... Can I do that? One point of having four to battle. Alright, so now we've got a 2v1. So gearings, could you guys roll d20s, please? What is this for, initiative? Uh, no, this this uh, is for how I, well this fight goes between yeah. your two ships. I rolled a this. I rolled a seven and she rolled an eight. Mm. I mean that's not great, but this is I a very easy check. Yeah, if you nah, want to use your inspiration, th- it's Unless okay. It's this ship late. this ship is disabled and these guys are getting some exhaustion. Oh, wait, we haven't actually. Lost I'm going to split it between them. Well, it's it's like the it's it's like he's keeping track of some hit points for the ships, right? Well, yeah. I'm keeping track. So they're going to have a they're going to get a harder check, and they're going to get a minus one modifier going forward into the next battle. Right. That makes the thing. All right. Do you think that Starfleet want to engage this ship here, or are you going to take a movement turn before we resolve this battle? No, I feel like that they would go after it, right? They, Sam Galactic is pretty eager, isn't he? <laughs> eager for He's adventure. He's interested in being a hero. I thought, well, hmm. I, you know what? I'm going to say that diagonals don't really work because you kind of need to board the ship and you can't board the ship on a cool. diagonal. Yeah, okay. so that makes sense. Next to them all. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Ship Do we combat. want to resolve the, the ship ship up here then? Yes, so Paley, uh, sorry, Big John has not rolled yet, so go ahead and roll a d20. And don't roll the crit fail. 19. Yeah, cool, they disable these guys, no problem, and they don't have a different modifier going forward. Alright, you can move all your ships up to four, they can't move uh, through an existing ship, obviously. Even so, even the disabled ships, they can't move through them. They have to move Uh, around. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it. It I'm gonna say it costs two movement to move through them because you kind of have to do a maneuver where you like jump onto their ship, like past it, like sail it, or like swap the position kind of thing, and then keep going. Yeah. So in that case, it'll be something like. Uh, 
Do we want to break formation or just continue to move up? Let's continue uh, do that. Up. Yeah. Do that. Um, do we, we want can't, to do we that? We can't. Sorry. Sorry. With uh, with. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yes. Uh, what about with this ship here? Do we yeah. want to move it up one? I mean, we can't stop in this disabled ship space. But you can switch them. Well, we can switch them. Yeah. Do you say? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll switch so. them then. Uh, yeah, I think we would switch them. Yep. Um, yeah. And then, in that case, it will be the same yeah. for the ones down here then. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we want to break formation. So we already beat three ships? Yeah, we've still got heaps to go, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so these two down here have two points of movement left. We'll I feel like we now. hold formation. Yeah, yep. hold I formation. Agree. Yeah, because in, in cases like this, it's a 2v1. Okay. And so this yeah. will be... Wait, couldn't this guy come up and attack here and here? Well, they get to choose to move if they want to move. Okay. But yeah. we, we're saying let's hold formation. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so, who, so who gets to go next? Uh, yeah. Paleus, let's head back to you and roll for... Well, uh, <coughs> uh, roll for this fight happening up here. And now these guys are fresh. So uh, Can start. I ask a, just a quick rules question, Chris? Yes. For... Um, the Starship uh, franchise, um, are they fighting uh, 2v or 1v2 or 1v1? Because there's so, like, there's this guy that's like a 1v1, and then this yeah. guy would be like 1v2, or is it no, like these? Be, I, I assume that each ship is facing the person directly to the right of them okay. in front of them. All right. That you're sort cool. of doing 3v3 between you guys franchise and the one and a half crew. Okay, cool. Very good. So we're okay. This guy. Mm -hmm. okay. So up top here, Paleus, these guys are fresh. So go ahead and roll a d20. A 19. Nice. nice. Very Paleus. good. Excellent work. Uh, hey... Dylan, roll a d24. These guys up here, they are also fresh. 19. 19. What? Ooh, are you serious? This battle <laughs> is going really well. It seems like fate is uh, smiling upon you guys and the pirates are melting. Fate has under... dragon it's... teeth this time. It was Big John's speech. That's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Super motivational. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the dragon. No, that one's no, ours. No, that's, oh, that's oh, your yeah, ship. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, Delindra is cool. Is is vibing. Okay, so Alex, roll me for the Starship franchise. Uh, Are these add, rounds? Add two uh, to the roll 16. that you make. Sixteen. Add two. Sixteen. So so that's eighteen. Why plus two? Because it's the Starship. Okay. Meant to fly. Um, question, Chris. Um, is this a um, are each of these rounds six seconds still? No. Or no, 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 no. no way. Yeah, I didn't no. think so. I didn't think so. Okay. Oh, I'd like to say Billy has been around. So, if it's okay with the DM, I would 
Wasn't going to count him as a spell slot. Okay, cool. Okay, very good. And Andy, roll me for the one and a half crew. So go ahead and add one to this roll. Oh, no. <laughs> I hope I roll it here. Oh, 17. Nice! <laughs> Excellent, <Ooh>. Andrew. <laughs> it's not me, I just pressed the button. <laughs> <laughs> it's all it's you. All you. <laughs> what are you talking about? Dice have feelings, you need to be nice to them, <laughs> discipline them when they roll poorly. All that stuff. Good yes. dice, good dice. Yes. <laughs> Even virtual ones that you don't actually roll. Yeah. <laughs> Rolls All a right. one on the computer. Throw a computer out window. Yeah. <laughs> Rick. All right. Um, Rage quit. Let's do like D &D. two two rounds of combat. I think for your ship versus this ship, which should be very cool. Actually, uh, you know, what? I think we'll call it a night, and then I can have like a good map set up. And like an interesting encounter for your ship to ship combat, and yeah, it'd be cool. Okay. Cool. So we've awesome. been left at a cliffhanger. This was yes. super cool. I'm super excited. Yeah, this is this is a really cool setup, Chris. I'm excited to see what happens here. Mm. Great. I'm glad. No I'm glad. I'm glad. No, no, that's cool. That's cool. I'm glad with how you spent your time on the with the pirates coming. That was that was good and interesting, and yeah. I'm happy that this hasn't crashed and burned and you guys have just have it just be like, I have no idea what to do. So like, this is good. <laughs> this has worked. Yeah. Well, at first in the beginning, I felt like, oh man, I have no idea what to do. And then I think it was you, Paleus, or Aiden, who was like, okay, so we should do this first. And I was like, oh, okay, we're actually going to do stuff. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, in a way, it's kind of like, what what would be fitting of the character of your person of, of your of your character so like yeah um like my ideals and personality traits is i judge people <laughs> by their actions not by words and that people deserve to be treated with dignity and so like my character is always going to be like mm -hmm. trying to do the right thing in that case was like you know protecting the people first you know trying to get them out of the way what do we do um, in terms of do we just um, try and pull them away but considering that he was making a threat of destroying the mountain maybe that wasn't going to be the best thing to do because right. they would have just left the mountain open mm. oh point of order good point Peleus you have the telescope on you somewhere okay just we, we didn't... <laughs> aka in the bag <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not saying just... if it's in the bag or outside uh, or I'm not in the bag alright well as the DM nothing exists in this universe without my knowledge so please go ahead and direct message me actually no I don't care where the telescope is we'll, we'll decide when you can come as long as you know where it is then it's all good I mean like I mean, it's, it's going to be in the, in the bag but <laughs> I mean it's in the bag <laughs> But if uh, I feel as though I'm, the bag's being targeted, I'm going to move it from the bag and, and hide it on my body. But, like, yeah. if we can't have it, they can't yeah. have it. I'll toss it into the phlogiston if need be. <laughs> Nobody will get it. 
thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks, thanks Chris. guys. Yeah, this was fun. All right. All, All right. right. Very good. See you guys next week. Yep. yep. See you, everybody. Bye. See you. Bye.